welcome to episode six of Wax Half Full, a podcast that started out as a joke. And honestly, I don't think that's changed. It's still a joke, but maybe we're getting a little bit better at it. I'm Wax. I am a esports uh, miscellaneous thing person out of New York. Joining me is my co-host, Ads from Australia, who teaches English to high school students, but mostly he goes out and Actually, I don't know. I don't know if your employer should be knowing about your side gigs. And joining us also today, our special special guest Juju, who is literally the only reason this podcast exists. Hey, Juju, what's up? Hi. Um, I don't know about the only reason, but uh, basically, um, I just decided to, you know, pester wax, and then somehow it became a reality. I mean, I was beaming too. I mean, I was memeing about the podcast from the beginning because I, I didn't actually expect it to be a thing, but now it's a thing. So, um, here we are. Bless up. I don't know. True, bless so, up. So, so, Ads, you were, you're almost not able to be here for this special Christmas edition of the podcast because what were you doing last night? Look, we're not going to go into that. Let's just keep it as it was a secret espionage mission. Okay. And yeah, that's all we need to know really about last night. It's all still right. continuing, it's just constant. Right. Night never ends. That's true. Oh, you know what? Have you given away enough information that if something happens that your employer could trace this back to you or your uh, students could trace this back to you? Is that possible? Yeah, you already said too much? Okay. But it doesn't matter, right? Because the goal is if you get fired, fuck it. It's off to Japan we are. Well, we never said anything. I don't know what you're saying. All right, I've all right, never... Right. Everything I've said on this podcast has been allegedly... Okay. Nothing I've done can be held against me in the court of law or some shit like that. All right. I mean, I'd be kind of worried if, you know, the, there was actually um, somehow the employers got this podcast. I would actually be very worried because that, that involves some very uh, intensive tracking yeah. of their well, employees. We, al- we almost already got Skitter fired, so whatever. It's okay. We can get Juju fired next. I don't even know what Juju works for. You what know, do that's you, that's who you work for. I uh, work for a fintech, yeah. and I do stuff with banks. Can you give um, me free Intel products? No, I'm in a I'm in a fintech. I work with I my customers are more. banks. So yeah, you, you, we don't even interact with people. We interact with banks because uh, that's our product is literally designed for banks to become less boomer and uh, use the web properly. Can you do somehow? Get banks to allow me to send emojicons, emojicons, emoticons, in descriptions when I transfer people money. That's all I want from my bank. Hmm. You can't do that there, um, dude. You guys are... Someone did that in I don't know if it was Australia or not, and they crashed guys... the entire banking system because the bank system didn't know what the fuck to do with emoticons. Yeah, um, that's... So you guys, you guys don't have Venmo? Wait, wait, you don't, you guys don't have Venmo? No, we don't have Venmo. We have Costco, oh some shit like that. All right, so this is like this is gonna be my rant. Like, them most popular, literally, not literally, but mostly because that's their entire shtick: send money and keep fucking emojis in it. That's what. That's the entire point of it. Wait, wait, that's legit. The point. They wait. You can send emojis in Venmo. Yeah, that's that's their entire selling point. And then the thing about so- Venmo is that Venmo can actually do things that a normal app in the modern day can do, and banks. Um, because for some reason they just want to sit on their old architecture. They just never upgrade. So everything is super boomer. And um, so 
it's kind of a big reason why in the fintech sphere they're actually falling behind and so like they're worried about oh shit um we actually have to keep up and then that's that i mean that's what i do speaking of. of boomers i have great transitions okay. um i was driving past the bank like 24 hours ago almost and there was a line like outside the bank for people trying to get in like their christmas withdrawals and shit i'm like bro Boomers still do this shit. Like you got you guys just standing in line for like an hour to like get money. Like yeah, fuck. why? Why are you withdrawing money like a day before Christmas? Shouldn't you have bought all your shit already? Well, you you think so, but um, <clears throat> look, someone made a good point. I don't know if I go this. If if you're buying Christmas presents the day before, then you probably don't like that person, and you just shouldn't buy them a Christmas present at all. I know. All right, so. That is our, our incredibly smooth and professional transition to the first of today's topics. So this is a ostensibly a Christmas-themed episode. And we're going to talk about a couple of uh, our favorite memories and our favorite things about this wonderful time of the year. Yes, a wonderful time of the year where every retail worker simultaneously loses their mind over Christmas music constantly yeah. playing in the background. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's like a psychological test on all retail workers to see how long well, they can just last. Let's start there because I remember last week I was talking to you about how the Aussies do Christmas. Yeah, I was talking to yeah. I was talking about how Aussies do Christmas, and and you just told me that yeah, we just take you, even though it's uh, forty degrees and rainy, you, you you just take all of the Western traditions of it being cold and wintry. So you have songs like "What Dreaming of White Christmas" and all these ridiculous winter songs. You just kind of roll with it. Just assume that's how it's done. And you seem pretty positive about carols, to be honest. You didn't, you didn't seem to think they're that that cheesy. Wait, I find that very paradoxical. It I is. was very confused when I heard that because, like, to me, I don't know. It was winter, but I grew up in California, so it was all like there was like no snow. Uh, there's like, snow in Cali in in like well, never. never. Like never. It depends where. Um, like NorCal, yeah. Yeah, obviously there's like mountains and shit. Yeah, if you're in the SoCal or near like the Bay. I don't count um, anything that's not like Los Angeles as California. I'm just letting you know. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, so like you'd have to go into like the mountains. Okay, but so that, um, that's not a real people place, so we don't really care about that shit. Yeah, yeah, we don't really care about it. We just go there to, you know, ski. You know, I guess... The rich people do. I didn't because I wasn't I've rich. I've never skated in my entire life. I don't think I ever want to. I have never either. Who was that uh, F1 driver who driver who died? No, he's not dead. He's a vegetable, allegedly. Michael Schumacher. Was he Schumacher? skiing? Schumacher. Yeah, yeah, he's skiing. A lot of people. A lot of people suffer horrible injuries while skiing because it's like yeah, I'm never doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like the the one thankful way the uh, the the elites self uh, call themselves. Thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah, we do need a lot of more self-culling of the elite. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, well, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to expand this to, uh, you know, the uh, the sustenance ski farmer hunter men of Finland. You know, those guys are those guys are doing it right. Those guys, those guys. Well, you know, but those guys would probably be good at it, so they probably wouldn't even hurt themselves. So yeah, I'm correct. But it's only like the uh, the Western elite who are doing skiing and going at far higher speeds and taking far bigger risks that are self-culling you know the the, the norwegian guys with rifles were hunting caribou yeah they're just doing it for a living so like they, they, 
They would they wouldn't like hurt themselves. They're skiing to hunt. What the fuck are you saying? No, I'm I'm, I'm trying to make a difference between like the people who invented skiing in, in Finland and Norway who had to do it because do they, they ski had to survive. To hunt caribou, like I don't understand your transition here. Yeah, of course they do because uh, it, it, it's an Olympic sport. It's a fucking Olympic sport. That thing where you wait, ski wait. around and you gotta shoot shit. That's what? like a sport. Yeah, Norwegians yeah, invented um, that shit. Skiing is what like the fuck is this Olympic sport? Originally, like Skiing, it was used shooting. for like, yeah, yeah. it's like, you call it's it's like a, yeah, 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 because yeah. you do two fucking things. No, I don't know. At this point, well, I'm I mean, like, fuck, my mind is blown already. Well, do you wait? Do you just not watch the Winter Olympics because because you guys fucking we blow suck. At it? All I remember yeah, from the Winter Olympics was I think it was in Canada, and we had some guy who was like relatively yeah. good at like snowboarding. I forgot his name. Dude, so much shit is going outside my window. I apologize for the noise. Right. You know, all you need to know, man, is that uh, they're, they're skiing it originated as something that was functional and it became recreational. So if, uh, if rich people want to self, self-call self via recreational skiing, that's good. But, you know, all, you know, bless up all you Nordic ski huntsmen. I hope you don't get frostbite. Hope, hope, hope you... Yeah, those guys—they—they're cool. Yeah, hope, Michael hope. Schumacher's cool too. Like, I don't want to speak ill of the mostly dead. All right. Anyway, we <laughs> moved on to the actual topic. Where the fuck were we at? Oh, never mind. Oh yeah, we're talking about our, your favorite Christmas carols. Honestly, yeah, I could so, do a whole biathlon. I'm, I'm just gonna watch biathlon videos after this. Yeah, yeah, definitely do it. It's it's kind of boring, but it's also just fascinating that it exists. All right, so that's. Uh, I was kind of surprised that you are a music snob, but you also seem kind of uh, accepting, and you have maybe like an ironic appreciation of Christmas carols or Christmas songs. Yeah, I love Christmas songs. I've listened to Christmas songs like before this, mm. and I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never worked retail, so I've never mm. had that like traumatic experience where all Christmas music has been painfully removed. I find it interesting when artists just drop it at Christmas, like. Not just like a Christmas album, but like just it's out of the blue. They're just like, fuck it, we're going to do a Christmas album. Didn't Weird Al Yankovic make a Christmas album? Yeah, probably. probably whatever. I, I don't know. I find that hilarious. Especially when they do like 80% just remakes of like shit that everyone's already done. Yeah. And it's like in no way interesting or, you know, standing out at all. But they're just like, people will probably buy this because yeah. we just, just indoctrinated into Christmas. Just tell me what your favorite one is. Just, just give me, give me a song. Give me a song. My favorite song is "Last Christmas." What a classic! The Wham mm. edition. Oh, you're right. That is pretty good. What, what, what's what's so good about it? Well, it's timeless, I guess. It's timeless. It works in every situation. It's like slight heartbreak, which is always there, but it's also like a little bit of hope in it. You're it's right. Just, it's bitter. It's, it's not as like saccharine as other yeah. songs. There's a little, there's a little tinge of bitterness making it just like that much, a little bit more artful. Yeah. Juju, do you know do you know what Last Christmas is? Yes, I I at least am aware of Christmas carols, but my experience with Christmas carols is I think a little different from, mm. you know, ads I guess because I don't really listen to Christmas carols and I haven't really heard many Christmas carols in years now. It's actually kind of weird because I mean I don't have radio. I don't have a car to like turn onto the radio, but like for me, and I guess this is kind of like a tangent though. 
but like not really but like you know how retail workers they have nightmares of christmas carols Mm -hmm. i as an orchestral musician have nightmares of the canon in d canon oh okay yeah for for some reason people really like the canon in d what do you uh, play what part were you on there uh, the violin. So at least I was uh, not the, the cello who I imagined wants to kill themselves after like 30 seconds. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, I've, I mean, I know this from hearing uh, actual cellists talk that they're like, oh my god, after 30 seconds, please no more. Is so, this like a flex that you know cellists? Well, Wait. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm a violinist, so it's kind of weird it... if I didn't know cellists, so I don't know. Wait, wait, wait fuck. Did you, Am did I you sure never have... Or did I think the cello was pronounced the cello? You're stupid. I'm is, this, is, this an, is this an Australia thing? No. I've never heard uh, of anything. I asked the live audience. They they agreed with you guys. It's the cello. I'm, I'm okay, in the United States, so like, fuck. Hey, hey, ads, ads. What, what do you call a white wine from Italy? Dude, I'm so bad with wines. I'm just gonna say mos. I almost said mosquito. What the fuck's the word? No, no, no. Say it. Say it. Say, say what you think. Say what you think it is. We call it mosquito as a joke, but it's okay. mosquito, right? No. Yeah, yeah. What? what I, is it actually? I actually don't fuck. know. Yeah. What? What, what you is? Don't even what is know when of... you're asking me this question. Well, well, I was going for a different joke, but not not nice. It's not fucked up. Hey, what do you, you call an attempt? What do you call what? an Italian appetizer where you take a piece of toasted bread and you put some random shit on top of it? What do you call that dish? Do you think I'm cultured enough to know what the fuck that is? Sorry, never mind. Because I think you've like completely <laughs> overestimated how fucking cultured I am. All right. I have well, literally what? no clue. Please tell me. All right. So, so, so in Italian, uh, ch is is a cuss sound. So wait, is Chardonnay French? It must be right. Yeah. Ah, uh, cool. All right. Okay. We're just we're just checking like pronunciation. We're, we're now a pronunciation podcast. <laughs> oh fuck! We have like we have like two European listeners. They're gonna, gonna whatever. Pronunciation is hard though, and it's like it's super picky. Yeah. So I'm kind of with ads on that fuck pronunciation because people mess it up all the time, and according to linguists, that's actually okay. So. I'm just going to take their side and say that mispronunciations is fine. Yeah, mispronunciations. Yeah, what, I'm whatever. Words. <laughs> did you, did you not have to like do any kind of... Um, so I, I imagine you played orchestral stuff for school, right? This school. Yeah. They didn't make you do some sort of like Christmas thing? Or it's like, oh, now you got to play the little drummer boy or, or all this other crap? Um, no, it was always orchestral stuff. There was no ho- there was no holiday thing. They never made you do some um, sort of holiday special. Weirdly enough, no. I mean, if I was in like say the concert band, I would have. But um, our orchestral stuff was just strings and. It Did was they separate. make you guys wear like cute outfits? No, no, no it was Christmas just themed outfits. No. no. <laughs> Dude, Christmas is a... over the holidays here. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like just... it's a big hole. It's a summer holidays. Like kids are off school for like fucking weeks. No, no, I I know what you mean because that was like, but for us it was always the string orchestra was separate. It was more like a, it's more like how you would picture a concert orchestra, but like not professional, where it's like all like the the suits and stuff and you know wearing dress shirts and blah blah blah. 
at least no tuxes. That would have been crazy. But yeah, nothing, nothing of that. But I mean, yeah, it was all orchestral stuff. So I mean, uh, I think I've played the um, the uh, Handel's Messiah before. No, yeah, that counts. That counts. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's that's kind of different. Ah, it's it's the same. I mean, I guess it's a Christmas tradition, but I I think it's kind of funny though um, that they only play part of it because Mm -hmm. um, you can't include the death part because that's kind of weird. There's a death part. What? What? Uh, What? Yeah, because part two is like for Easter and Christ's death. You know. Oh, okay. There's yeah, there's like two. a part one, it's, a part two, like and a part, part three. It's like part two of fucking an- like national Yikes. anthems that yeah. nobody knows. Well, is not there a part really, two cause... of the American anthem? Uh, there's like verses that are more like directly referring to slavery, which we don't do- talk about. Ah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We um, we have a second stanza. I don't know what it's called. Probably verse. I have cannot tell you a single word from it. Well, I mean, the Hallelujah Chorus, which is what everyone knows, is um, from part two, because that's mm-hmm. about the resurrection. So that's where it comes from, even though the birth stuff is part one. And then they just take the Hallelujah Chorus out. It's kind of weird, if you think about it, because they just kind of take bits and pieces, and they're like, yeah, this is Christmas. Yeah. And so, even so though I'm... it like directly references the resurrection, it's kind of like, well we're just gonna play this so unlike uh unlike canon and d you you have no hard feelings toward uh handles messiah that's, that's I, still I like good. i that's like i like the i like the messiah i okay. let's do it sometimes i too but like i mean the messiah but i mean more 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 on point of like christmas carols i will agree that like white christmas is like really good i'd actually say this is probably my favorite too no no last christmas last or, christmas sorry last christmas sorry no i'm i'm an idiot Never no, mind. No, I, I I did the thing the where a like word in my brain says one thing and my mouth says another. Because, All right. Um, yes. All right. What's the worst Christmas? Song? Wait, 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 wait. So I just want to get everyone's like best Christmas song. So we're just gonna go with Handel's Messiah for Juju because whatever that, that sounds about right. Ad says sure. Last Christmas by Wham. And I'm and I was actually gonna say that uh, like Mariah Mariah Carey's. Classic, you know, I that's like underrated. All I want for Christmas, I don't even know what the full title is. I was gonna say it's like, oh, it's movie. maligned, it's maligned, it's fucking. Yeah, it gets a bad it's, rip. It's good. It's a good song, and it's, and it's easy to mock. It's like a uh, Guy Fieri. It's, it's so maybe not Guy Fieri. Yeah, maybe that's right. <laughs> it's it's just like it's very uh, explicitly tacky, and if you don't mind that, then it's good. If you mind that, it's it's bad. But whatever, I'm, I, 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 I'm I'm gonna go with it. It's a classic. I, I don't get annoyed when I hear it in Target. Mm. I, I don't roll my eyes at it. It's an Target. entire album, right? Maratha made her entire album, no? Yeah, probably. But that's the one that gives her like royalties forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys want to do worst, or do you want to? Do you want... She makes one that... I mean, I kind of gave my worst already. So. Oh. I mean, that's your worst. Yeah, yeah, that's be... definitely the worst for me. Like, without a question. Like, even like among all the crappy Christmas carols, like I can take it, but not the Canon and D. That's Canon that's Indy. actually just. Even though it's not a Christmas carol, you just you hate it so look, much. We're, we're look, look, the normies it. ruined it because they play it too much during weddings. They play it during to Christmas for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's it's all the normies' fault. Like like most things in life, it is the normies' fault. 
Okay, you know what? My my most hated Christmas song is the the Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer. Like I I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it because of the lesson it teaches. It's because basically it's a song about how all these reindeer they they just bullied this one reindeer because of some physical feature, and then later randomly because they found it was useful, they come around they praise him as a hero, and that's just not like how society should work. You know, they should have like liked him regardless of whether but that, that is how that... society works. People hate you until you become useful. I, I think it's a great story. No, it's like, it's 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 so cynical. I hate it. I, that's not what I, I aspire to. Even though that's how it, life it really is, that's not what I that's not what I want. That's not the Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah. I want I want it to be uh whatever like uh love for your fellow man. Yeah, and I, I, I want to be spirit. on Christmas. But yeah, that's why I hate. That's why I fucking hate when they play that. It's like, what are you teaching kids? Are they teaching kids who are being bullied? That yeah, yeah. Like you're fucking worthless now, but. Just Maybe wait one day. till ugly dust wait... style. Maybe one yeah, day. Yeah, one day your lazy eye is going to be very useful or some shit like that. I don't know. Mm, probably. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it probably had. God. I've got you. You, you, no, you're no. on back. You, you like Rudolph uh, the Red Nose Reindeer. No, 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 no. no. I, I was just I, no. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer is is like the is like the kid in like a southern like Texas like a town, and uh, it's the it's the black kid who's being bullied. And then oh wait, he's the only guy who he's, who can who can who can play running back for our for our college, for our high school football team. It's like oh, you're a hero now, man. Bad bad lesson. Bad bad. Too too. I'm pretty it's, sure that's like too the close to home. To ninety percent of sports films, it's too close you just to home. Described it. It's too close. Wait, wait, wait. By being athletic, you overcame racism? Yes. Through athleticism, we can overcome racism. That's the message I want kids to take away from every school. Is all of this just wax, like, um, trying to, like, deny escapism? He's he's trying to deny his bullying habits as a child. No, 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 no. No, no, wait, wait one second. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was yeah. Athletic, so was no, this is like a like a really good revelation because because Santa is still the Lord of the Reindeer. So basically, within the reindeer hierarchy, Rudolph was allowed to come up, but he's he was never allowed to become the actual. Like there was there was a ceiling. Like the the man said, you know, you're useful to me. I'll let you rise to this station, this to a higher station in life, but I will not let you actually rise to my class. And you know, you know, Santa so being racism is the problem in Christmas. No, no. Well, I was still going to Santa racism was analogy. implicit in the bullying of Rudolph the reindeer. I was still going to racism analogy because, like, you know, in 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 American sports, all, all of the all of the team owners and all of the people with the you know the billion the billions of dollars capital are like rich white guys, except and, uh, and, and they exploit. No, 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 no. Except Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan owns the team. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's um, funnily enough, he's like a pretty terrible owner too. So it's anyway, you know, you know, it's 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 too bad. I still want to go over why Santa was implicit in the bullying of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer com- and should, com- he should com- therefore be cancelled. Complicit, you moron! No, sorry. Complicit, whatever. No, you're what right. Should, you, should, you said implicit, but whatever. Ah, cool. <laughs> No, you're right. You're totally right. He, he, what? That, that, that goes to my point. That's part of my point. Part of your like, sports analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a uh, like Santa the man. So like Santa the, is the man. The man. The metaphorical. Like the metaphorical cis white male. 
Yeah, metaphorical rich this white male who's who's just out there to. I keep love his... how we brought racism into Christmas. It's great. It's racism. If you think about it, Christmas is a very as it is in America and now the rest of the world because America culture and blah 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 um, is like a huge symbol of capitalism. So mm-hmm. Santa is like a pillar of capitalism. If you wanted to go that angle. Yo, Santa well, yeah, like, is a patriarch. Like Santa, Santa, Santa is a patriarch. He's literally a patriarch. Literally. Like, just, just the image of a patriarch. Look look at the dude. Like, do you ever hear about, like, Mrs. Claus? Like, do you ever really hear about Wasn't her? Wasn't there a Mrs. Claus movie? This gives us a perfect uh, transition, by the way, into topic two. Fuck, I don't know. There was so a Mrs. Claus movie. I mean... Isn't, like, the I, whole plot, Santa Claus gets food poisoning or some shit? In what year? In what? No, no. It's in what year though? It probably happened in like the nineties when they were like, yeah, you 96. know what? The, the, the Santa Claus myth is like it's just like like even by nineties standards, people realize that Santa Claus like the idea was so archaic and patriarchal. You gotta you gotta go against it. But yes, he he's a slave driver. He he is his elves produce every. He's a, he, he's the ultimate capitalist. Yes. Elves produce the toys. And the logistics are so handled by the, the reindeer. of the earth, we shall be right. executing, allegedly, executing Santa Claus yes. first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, duh. Okay, All right, sorry, that's, that's... cool. We've cancelled Santa, and we haven't even gone to topic two. All right, topic two. Let's just go. Transition, topic two. This is our, this Speaking is our of Mrs. Segue. Santa Claus, the 1996 <laughs> film. I'll look it up one second. <laughs> I, I lied, by the way. It wasn't... Santa gets food poisoning. It was Mrs. Claus is feeling unappreciated after she found a new route for distributing presents. And she goes oh, for a test drive on the sleigh. And then I'm not going to bother fucking reading the rest because if you actually care, you'll probably Google it or you already know it. Oh, I'm, I'm reading it now and I, I'm trying to figure out whether this film's actually uh, progressive or regressive. Probably I mean, not. I don't think that 90s films are always particularly progressive, like, by today's standards, even that when they seem progressive by, mm-hmm. like, you know, when they were. Like, because there's always this, like, weird role thing that they have to sort of kind of fulfill that they always do. Like, that's yeah. kind of, like, a very general observation. But it's, like, even when you look at it from a progressive lens, it's not actually progressive. It kind of reinforces certain ideals. But I don't actually know this. You know what doesn't cause... reinforce certain ideals? What? The greatest Christmas movie of all time, Home Alone 2. Ah, uh, uh, good Lord. transition. Thank, thank you for getting yes. me away from, from Mrs. Santa Claus, which I've never heard of. Although I yeah. do like Angela Lansbury. She was in it, and I appreciate her. Shout out. Shout out, Angela Lansbury, if you're listening. Yeah, I don't know who you come are on, and come what on you're our, doing right now, but... Come on our show, and we'll talk about your, your career. Are you still alive? To. Maybe. She's, she's, she's kicking it. Nine, 95 years old. She's yeah, got nothing better to do. She can be on our podcast Damn. for sure. What the fuck she got to do at 95? Uh, regardless. She's taller than so, me. No, I don't want her on our podcast anymore. I feel masculine. So, so, Juju, have you watched the Home Alone movies? Because I don't know if they're in your generation or not. Yeah, I saw the Home Alone movies. Um, they were a bit old, but I mean, like, I saw... I For some reason, we had a VHS. And for some reason, we had one and two on the VHS. But I mean, even then, like, I mean, I've seen them on, like, DVR before... So, so you like them as a kid, right? Like you, because like, uh, I, yeah, I would I like mean, to think the comedy is timeless. As as a boomer, I would like to think, hey, the physical comedy in those movies is timeless. Do, yeah, I mean, do you agree? That's kind of the thing. It doesn't really. I don't really think like as a kid, um, 
the physical comedy will ever not get funny. Um, I mean, because, you know, it's just, you know, a kid alone trying to um, defend himself in humorous ways versus um, intruders. And yeah. My favorite scene from that movie, and I'll always say this till the end of time, is the scene where the two guys are at the top of the roof and they say, eat a brick, kid, and chuck a brick at this kid's head. And we as a society decided that that was perfectly fine. No, it's like, no, that that's, no, that's just establishing those guys as What's really that sexual bad. Harassment? No, 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 it's it's like, it's eat a brick kid, it up. eat a dick kid. Oh, is that, oh, okay, it's a dick? Okay, yeah, it's, it's a logical jump, I'm just saying. Oh, well, I, I didn't think about it when I was Isn't that, I just that's thought... like the entire like, pun, joke, whatever, play on words. <laughs> I mean, you know, we'll just ignore the fact that it's just common slapstick. Yeah, yeah. Just for it, this it, narrative. It, it, because yeah, we it, like to push narratives here. It's real life Tom and Jerry, basically. It's like we're gonna do this insane comic violence, which which should be yeah, which should be fatal in every circumstance. But because it's com- it's a it's comedy, we're gonna play it up, and it works. It works like it's it's funny. Like if How you pull out a gun, are they? are they four? Uh, yeah, but they didn't. The one we only really count the ones with Macaulay Culkin. Was four with like different cast. Yeah, yeah, they bring up brought in a new kid. No, yeah. but that's that's a good that's a, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Like it's a good movie. The Home Alone two and one. Wait, wait, why do you like two over one? By the way, because both of them are Christmas movies. Isn't Home Alone two the one that they go into the fucking park? Hmm. They go to like the... uh, Central Park, right? Yeah, yeah, but like both of them are around Christmas, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but no, look, that's I told you last week. I said like that was like my one defining memory of Christmas. Mm. The whole snow in, in uh, Central Park kind of shit, and also I just okay. really liked it. I, think. I, I might not have watched. I might have watched it first. I'm not sure. I mean, they're both is, pretty is good. Is it because of Donald Trump appearing? Does he appear in number two? Yeah. Yeah. Then yes, yeah, that's, it's, a, that's exactly the reason. It's because Donald Trump appears in the movie. I mean, it does make it funnier, to be if, honest. If, if I like, say this, do I also get two thousand dollars from Donald Trump? No, I'm sorry. Fuck. Well, what do I have Yo, to say? If 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 it conveys, I'll give you five dollars. Via Venmo. If, if what conveys? Uh, if if the stimulus conveys, I'll give you five dollars via via Venmo with the emoji with the uh, the dollar. I bill. don't have I'll... Venmo. We just went through this. Okay. Well, in that case, you're fucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if this was on purpose or was this by accident. I feel like this was half on purpose. Yeah. So Juju, uh, what's your favorite favorite uh, Christmas movie, video, whatever? Oh boy, I have to split this. Because there's the weeb part, and then there's the um, actual, I guess, Christmas movie. Go with but... the weeb part. Let, let's let's go. Let's part? go. Well, no, I no mean, one's... okay, technically it's not a Christmas movie, but it's like during... Ugh. Okay, but I mean the disappearance of Haru... Haruhi Suzumiya, or yeah. I fucked up. I should have said the other way around. But I guess I said the English title, so I guess it's correct. I don't know. But yeah, that occurs during the um, Christmas, um, New Year holidays, and it's a really good movie. But it, it doesn't really like evoke Christmas, so it's kind of it's it's like a good movie that's not really Christmassy. Ads, Phil, we talk to Juju about this for like ten minutes. I'm gonna go do something else. You got you guys you guys hash this out. Yeah, I've never heard of this movie till the art for me. What Why should I watch okay. this movie? Because okay, I, I, I was already sold on the whole. Um, Home Alone is basically <clears throat> Tom and Jerry are like what, what's the what's the word for it now? 
that Netflix is doing? Live action? It's live action. Yeah, yeah it Tom is. And Jerry. Sell wait, me wait, on wait. the disappearance of Haruhi. Wait, you haven't watched that? I, th- I, I thought you were the weeb here. Okay, whatever. This guy's a fucking OG weeb, man. Fuck. Okay, he's, at- um, he's younger than you. What the fuck? Never mind. Dude, I he's think Japanese. I'm older. Uh, I think old? I'm older. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm older because um, reasons. Wait, are you Japanese? Yes. How, how do you not know this, Wax? Are you even wax. in the same Discord as Whatever. His, his name is uh, uh, Beep Beep. Beep Beep, yeah. <laughs> do you not remember when I... he interviewed the uh, LOL team? Like the Japanese LOL team? Was it Detonation FM? That, that, was, that was Cam. And we had content on Liquid Legends for like a brief period of time. Yeah, was that, that was my brief stint as a League of Legends uh, writer before I self-destructed my career. Was that not Kentaro? Was that not Kentaro? He also did it. Okay. You, I don't think Wax really paid attention. So. Just because no, I did not. Juju is no, half white, you can't just paint a brush and think all white people are the same. I mean, okay. That's true. You, you're right. Sorry, white people. <laughs> yes. Apology accepted. Now, Juju, please tell me. First off, please tell me why you lost your will to live as a brief period of esports writing. Oh, this is a degenerate story. This is, um... Okay, so... This is probably... No one cares about this except for, like, probably the Discord. But basically, because of Liquid Legends, you know, they did their all writing stuff, right, uh, during the website launch. I was like, I was bored. Good description of Liquid Legends. Yeah, I mean, they do writing for, like, League of Legends, apparently. I mean, Ads is an editor, I think, still. I don't know. I haven't followed them, but I mean, even I initially mind. joined the writing team because I was bored and I wanted to write because of reasons. Okay, but why did um, you lose your will to live? Okay, so explain the story. This is a this is a multi part story. So if anyone knows, if anyone has been actually following the uh, esports scene of like the writers, you probably know of uh, Fion, who was on ESPN before the ESPN... Um... Is, is this a long-winded way to tell everyone that you were co-signed by Thorne for a brief period of time? No, but, <laughs> I mean, sure, if you wanted to bring that point up. But, I, I mean, that's doing. irrelevant now because I've completely lost my will to live. Um, basically, I wrote content, and then I posted on the website, and then um, here comes Fion, like, you know, two weeks later on his, you know, his established platform, his established base, ESPN, everything's all shiny. Basically taking the same content of the article and, you know, writing it and, like, publishing it and people got attention from it. And so, naturally, I was a little tilted because, like, I I mean, I had no proof that, like, I got, like, plagiarized, right? And, like, it's I can't really accuse... I can I say allegedly that I got plagiarized, but like I, in reality, yeah, I have no idea if I got plagiarized or not. But like basically, that happened, and then I was like, "Oh my god, this is just why? Why am I doing this?" Like I got super why did you write twenty thousand words on severe comps? That was, I I I don't really know what happened. That was kind of I guess the extended effort of being incredibly. 
I don't know what's the right word that doesn't get me canceled. Um, why did you, self, okay, let me self cancellations, self cancellation. Why did you not simply reduce the twenty thousand words to the phrase "It's just a severe comp"? Which I would think would be the natural um, explanation for such. See, topic. I got memed for that. Wax, um, I thought you were doing other things. What the fuck are you doing back? I'm sorry. I, I don't know what's going on with Wax, but whatever. You, but you, you, was... you, you guys said Fiat, and I was like, I, I felt tempted to come back in, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I'll let you guys keep, keep going. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't matter, because, I mean... But anyway... So I, I, I basically had this dumb idea for an article that would talk about um, a specific comp in League of Legends revolving around a single champion, and then it would discuss in detail um, like the way that different really good players play this champion and like how they're strong and weak. And then it spiraled out of control. Um, before I knew it, I was already at 20,000 words and I wasn't even halfway done yet. And and then I was like, oh God, what have I, what have I done? And so the actual published version is actually significantly cut down um, from my original rough draft. I think that was like around 35,000 words because um, I don't know what the right word is that doesn't get me canceled, but I guess... Nobody wants to read 35,000 words on civic comps. I know, I know. That's Did, the thing. Wait, wait. Because I, I think ESPN had that whole, like, you have to have this within a thousand to one thousand turn word thing how long was his one? Oh no no it wasn't i mean this is unrelated to like sivir yeah it's oh, not, he didn't copy like, the sivir one no 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 yeah, he copied yeah. a different one he actually copied an article that was good Alleg- allegedly. Not... allegedly well okay about allegedly about okay. japanese league of legends no 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 it's actually about uh the xenix organization okay yeah right. um, wait, wait, wait. This kind is of our... their talent farm but that's all irrelevant speaking the... of disappearing i'm just going to transition back to the tom <laughs> speaking of disappearance of esports organizations can you please reaffirm the disappearance of haruhi suzumiya have what you, have you um ever you know have you ever seen haruhi suzumiya oh, is there more well i mean there's this is like the the thing is like it's a continuation of like the anime but i mean it's a long running series no um, then i've never watched it Okay, so, uh, well, if you have seen it, basically, uh, Haruhi is a kind of a, apparently has these insane powers that um, basically are equivalent to being a god of the universe, and she must not be allowed to become aware of it, otherwise the universe is probably going to be destroyed. And so that's kind of like the main character is is kind of there to um, indulge her whims without letting her get out of control. And then he's accompanied by um, uh, someone, from, a time traveler, a robot from the future, and then a, um, I don't know what the right word is, a psychic? In Japanese, they call it Esper, but I don't think Esper is an English word. Or maybe it is, I don't know. It's, it's but, a psychic, whatever, yeah. That's yeah, psychic. Way. Basically someone who uses ESP. Right, and then they kind of gather together and they kind of form this mini club and they go on these dumb adventures and stuff happens and blah, blah, blah. Basically, that's like the flow of the thing. And then like during disappearance, this is like kind of like 
a sequel to the anime series. Um, basically, um, what ends up happening is um, the main character wakes up in his alternate universe where um, he doesn't know Haruhi anymore and none of the crew are together. And so he's trying to figure out what happened. And uh, this is over like the holiday break. So it literally but, but, has nothing to do with Christmas. It has nothing no, no, no. to do with Christmas. No, 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 no. But there's a there's a Christmas miracle because like they realize we were friends all along. Like, they get together. There was there is a Christmas there miracle. There is like right? no, so the real present was the friends we made along the way. Yes. I'm, no. I mean, uh, I'll accept that it's a Christmas movie. Oh, okay, whatever. I mean, it's it's like a Christmas movie in technicality. But what I was actually gonna say, I was actually gonna say Die Hard. Ah, Wait, 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 wait! You, you, so fucking young. Have you watched Die Hard? Yeah, I've watched watched Die Hard too. What the fuck? Do you think we just completely ignore the existence of every movie after the? I mean, there's like wait, wait, wait. All right, so, 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 I've said that the comic violence of Home Alone holds up. Do you find the violent violence of Die Hard? Do you think it holds up? To fourteen-year-old me, it was fucking cool. There is one Die Hard (laughs) where. I don't remember which one it was, but essentially he uses his car as a missile to shoot down a. a that one doesn't count. That, that's that's the latest one. That's the latest one. That's that. What the not, fuck that, was that? That's that's that hard for. That okay. is hilarious, but it's not. Doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, that. but you, you, which you, one was I, the one I, in the fucking in the airport? Oh, uh, two. Okay, that one was good. I like that one the most. Did you? I didn't realize you had watched Die Hard, so it holds up. Action, it holds up. I say it holds up. I mean, mm-hmm. I like Bruce Willis as like an action star. For I don't know why, but I do. Like right. I, I find watching movies with Bruce Willis actually to be really fun. Like in a very like turn my brain off and just watch ex- pretty explosions kind of way. All right. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that uh, Die Hard had. It had resonance to younger generations. I guess. Oh, wait, well, how do you watch it? Would you watch it like on like TNT or something like that? I don't remember. It was probably like something. It, I mean, it was on TV. It was not. I, I don't think I had the DVD for it or whatever. But it was. Mm. Yeah, it was on TV. Um, I think it was on TNT. It was. It was. It was on some network that um you know replayed it with commercials. Right. That's where I first saw it, and then yeah, and you know because um you know they rerun stuff and like there's um. The DVR actually did exist, and I used to watch cable television before um, mm-hmm. stuff happened. Um, and the internet became better for you know consuming media, so I, I did actually see Die Hard, and I really enjoyed it. I don't know, I just enjoy Bruce Willis action movies sometimes. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter that it's you know gratuitous action, violence, whatever. I just found it really fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it is right. Is it? It is like mixing comedy and violence in a way that's kind of amazing. It, it is actually in a way rated R Home Alone in a certain way. That's, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, it's like insanely violent, but at the same time, somehow you can laugh, and that, that I guess that's sort of the sort of the appeal of those movies. But my pick for best Christmas movie is actually Love Actually because I don't know. It, I, I think that movie gets too much. Too much unfair criticism for being sappy. Yes, it's sappy. Yes, it's saccharine. But that's kind of the point. That's kind of the point of Christmas. 
And you know, and you know what? The only criticism like I can really uh, label, I can really throw at it are uh, it's it's the Santa related criticisms. It's it's a little bit like white imperialist, but beyond that, it's pretty cool. You know, like white imperialism, you you know, you, you can sort of forgive it if if there's a lot of like cute love stories going on. Really, you can forgive <laughs> white imperialism for like a day of the year. Okay. Fucking day, day of the year. You don't, you don't you don't like the idea of like Colin Firth getting together with his uh his Portuguese maid? No, no. Okay. So I mean, I mean, I have not. I'm aware of the movie in an adjacent way, but I've never seen it to completion. Because, oh, you've never seen it? Okay. Well, not completely. I've seen scenes, and then like I just I don't know. Change the channel because it's not my thing. So, I don't really, I don't really have an opinion other than like. What do we have sure. an opinion on? Uh, Love actually. Never watched it. Really? Wow! I have. So that's actually the boomer movie because apparently, like everyone here has watched Malone and uh, Die Hard, which are older. But I'm I'm the only one who's, who's actually watched Love Actually, which really just Liam Neeson is in this. Yeah. Yeah, there's a huge ensemble cast. Um, it's interesting in that I mean, regard, but I don't know. It's not my taste of movie. I'm not really into the whole I would say thing in the first place. So it kind of doesn't really fit my taste. But I'm aware of people who like the movie. I would say it's a little bit like Last Christmas in terms of, in, for the most part, it's a saccharine Christmas thing. But it has just enough... Uh, elements of bitterness, self hate that make it that, that make it not as uh, not so not so explicitly just like for like a Hallmark movie. There's a storyline between the you know the husband um, Alan Rickman cheating on his wife, emotionally cheating on his wife, not not physically, whatever. And uh, emotionally, <clears throat> I mean, if you if you watch it, I think you like it. I, I, actually, if you like Last Christmas. If you like Last Christmas and you think it's the best Christmas Carol, that's sort of what Love Actually is. It's the movie version of Last Christmas. It's I really like how we're describing all this shit. Yeah, anyways, where can I gen- watch Love Actually? Mm, it used to be on Netflix, but I don't know what it is on this year. But I think I think you would enjoy it if you watched it because yeah, yeah. But as I said, mostly it brings you happy Christmas cheer, but it has enough edginess and like darkness behind it to make you not think it's just like a like a advertisement for Jesus. Whatever. Is that what right. Christmas movies are about? I don't know. I don't Is know Bruce Willis teaching us about the wonders of Jesus while he blows heads up? Alright, whatever. That's that's next next topic. No 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 smooth transition. Speaking of blowing heads up. Alcohol blows heads up. With headaches, I assume. And I wanted to ask this question. I've never had eggnog. I want to have eggnog. Sell me on eggnog. Uh, I think eggnog's trash. Don't bother. Really? Yeah, I think eggnog's do you, wait, trash. Wait, do you, do you hate egg? I assume no, I, egg is a big part of this. No, I, I, I like egg, but not egg drink. Whatever it's more cream. Is. It's more cream. It's the combination no, I'm, of I'm like egg a, yolk, I'm not egg a big cream fan. I think eggnog's trash. Like, I don't understand why people like eggnog. It's literally just, like, a shitty version of alcohol. Like, I would rather have normal alcohol than eggnog. So, yeah. So, so but I, you're an alcoholic. I, I, wait, who? Me or you? 
I, I was directing this internally ex- and externally. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. This so, so my podcast my, is an internal monologue with myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my so uh, so this topic was supposed to be favorite Christmas food or drink. But I guess we're going, we're going directly into drinks. Yeah, yeah. eggnog is not great because because personally, I don't think uh, cocktails that have a lot of fat content work. Because eggnog is like, eggnog tastes good. I think it tastes good. I just don't like alcohol. If you just took out the alcohol, it would be good. If you took the alcohol out, out it's just a drink that's made out of like egg yolk, some uh, half is and it half raw some egg? cream. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, I mean, traditionally it is to sell it commercially. You probably have to pasteurize it and all that bullshit, but. That's what it is traditionally. It's a very rich drink. And if you had it without the alcohol, you probably think, oh, yeah, this is good. It's, it's, it's like a clustered drink. But I don't think it's the best. I, I think the best uh, Christmas drink is any kind of mold cider or mold wine. Like Those are the best. Those are the best. And those are just simple. It's just you, you take regular apple cider, heat it up, put some cinnamon sticks in it, and put in whatever, rum, whiskey, or mold wine, yeah, yeah. I don't really differentiate, to be honest, because because the reason because why the reason why those things are so good is you can put in the worst quality stuff. It could be wine, rum, whiskey. It doesn't matter if you heat up alcohol with cinnamon. It just I tastes hate good. Cinnamon. Whoa, Jesus, that's like a. Yeah, I uh, fucking hate cinnamon. I hate peppermint. You? Oh, I they both have. You hate crisps. I hate peppermint, but I'm okay with cinnamon. Wait, you don't you you don't like mold you don't like mold wine you don't like mold? Do they have that there, by the way? Because because I imagine that you wouldn't because Christmas there takes again takes place when it's forty degrees Celsius, which is like one ten Fahrenheit, and it's raining. It's in the middle of a hurricane, basically. Yeah, I feel like it's not that popular. I've never had it. You you really got you only really appreciate when it's like snowing outside and there's a fucking ton of. So literally is, all the ideas I have of Christmas, again, chocolate. we go back to this, require snow. Is it but you like hot chocolate? Be like hot chocolate though, no? Yeah, but I don't have a hot chocolate in the fucking summer. Alright. That's stupid. I don't get people right. who drink hot tea in the summer as well. I can't do that. I'm a no, tea drinker no, for about none, four months a year. Not in the summer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously you want like iced tea in the summer, but I think in the winter... The best Christmas drink is a mold cider, which is just, or mold wine. This is a warm glass of alcohol with a little bit of cinnamon to spice it up, some sugar in it. It's just, it's just like, it's the best comfort food. Comfort Comfort food drink. Doesn't... Yeah. Comfort drink. All right, you guys. Well, whatever. You guys disagree. Then give me a better alternative. Give me a better alternative. I mean, I don't disagree. I, th- I, I, would, I agree with wax. Pretty much in general. Much better than eggnog. Which is just kind of a shitty excuse for alcohol. Just a cold bivy. Well, well, go outside drinks. Go, go for food. What, what, do you th- what do you think? Problem for me is a lot of Christmas food tends to be meat, and obviously, can't really partake so, in that. So, what is Christmas food? Because, like, I don't know. Because I grew up. I guess I grew up, you know, because like, kind of in this weird white and Asian kind of mix but i've oh, never had oh, like consistent christmas food it's always been like whatever you explain that explain that to us what, what's, what's your white side i mean are you a real white 
<laughs> I, I I mean I have very white family in um, Pennsylvania that I visited like twice. If they're uh, in, if oh, they're Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania I'm, I'm already sold. Shit. They're definitely really white. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, they are extremely white. I have I've been there. It's 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 a Trump county. All so. I know about Pennsylvania is it's just white. That, that's literally the only thing I know about Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's it's not even like Philadelphia yeah, right. or Pittsburgh. It's like just the middle. Yeah, so right. it's very white. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, there's that. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's weird because you know, me being on the West Coast, like, there is not as many white people on the in in the Bay Area, especially at least compared to you know pretty much everywhere else in the country. Well, I thought you and live like, in Chicago now. Well, yes, now I live in Chicago. Oh, okay. Right. But that was, like, this month. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, it's 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 interesting because, like, I don't have a concept of what Christmas food is because um, here, where I grew up, it was pretty much, like, whatever. Like, I mean, sometimes I had Chinese the Sometimes real Christmas I, food was Japanese. the friends we brought to the Christmas party. Yes, like 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 Sister Miyahari learned. It was it was Kion, um, girl with the bunny, whatever. What? Yes. What are you talking about? It's time by Sister Miyahari. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. No, I'm fucking over. So you, as the connoisseur of food on this podcast, what is the best Christmas food? No, 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 it mm-hmm. is the sickest shit you've ever seen as a nine-year-old in your entire life. Like, does it do like a 360? Like, y- there's a loop? Yeah, there's a loop. Like, But the, the way they've edited this loop, it's just like, holy shit, this must be what God himself felt when creating the universe. No, I agree. The, loops are, the loop is like fucking like transcendent. Yeah, and that then you a- get it, and then you play it about three times. And then and you're like, well, this was good. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter because the Christmas present is, is about the feeling you get when you open their box. True. Nothing matters afterwards. Right. And you were, and you live in anticipation of that fucking loop. And you're like, shit. That That's is amazing. all I wanted at the time. Right. My one so, aspiration in life. Alright. So, so for me, it was I got the Optimus Prime Transformer and the trailer. And that was just the, the greatest thing ever. I I I don't know if uh, I mean if I've watched I don't know how many Transformers I don't know how many I have like no 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 I'm just saying I don't know how many more years I'm gonna live but but there's a good chance that's gonna be the most Are we going happy dark I, in the last I, I, five minutes of this podcast <laughs> yeah whatever I'm Are just saying I don't know something I'm just saying like like unpacking the an Optimus Prime trailer Transformer set. That may be the most gratifying, happy, euphoric feeling I've ever lived in my life, and I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with that. It's worth it. There are I'm, there are options to achieve that. But I'm not yes. going to that. I'm 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 glad my parents realized. You know, maybe when I was a kid, I didn't make it that subtle. Whatever. I'm I'm glad they realized that, and they and they they got me that juju. Okay, 
So, a disclaimer, I don't remember if this was actually for Christmas because my birthday is so close to Christmas that sometimes the yeah, oh, I get confused. December, baby. It was a Hanukkah present. Well, technically January, but it's like it was Hanukkah. It was right Hanukkah. after the new year. No, okay, but, right. um, so it was actually my very first uh, PC. You got That's, a PC for Christmas? Well, yeah. Rich ass motherfucker. Well, I mean, it was not a expensive PC. It was actually what, a very budget PC. What were the I mean, specs? What were the specs, bro? I don't remember. I don't remember. This was like, I mean, like. This is actually kind of weird because I guess this was like when I was like, I mean, my dad worked in like, you know, like kind of like the computing like area. So he's very like aware of like PC stuff. So he built a lot of PCs. But like I got like a pre-built from like Compaq or something. I don't what was the year? What was the year? I have no idea. I think it was like 2003 or something. And how old were you? I was like eight, seven, eight. Oh. I don't remember. And like and so yeah, tell like why was that so meaningful? Cause it it changed me and it you got to basically it again. ruined me. It <laughs> ruined me. It turned me into it. It, it changed my projection. And it in got life you to this exact from, moment. Yes, yes. It exposed <laughs> oh me to the internet, which led me to go into this rabbit hole of nonsense mm. that the internet has led me to do, and it deviated me from my path of. Uh, a random, quiet, I don't know, scientist who publishes random shit, like, every, like, few years. Did you realize it at the time, though? Like, Thank you. Did you of course I, I, not. I, I, How would I realize that the internet would change me into some fucking meme lord? No, no, no. But I'm, but I'm saying at the time, did you think this is amazing? At the time. Self-described meme lord. Do you think it was amazing at the time? Uh, Yeah. I mean, okay, okay. it was a PC. So you want... Like, I mean, it was like it was really exciting. Like, it was right, just so... like, okay, it was like wow. Because Did like, I've like... internet. Um, kind of. When I got my I don't remember. PC... I, I my my memories are very vague, but I don't think I was. I don't think I was like doing a lot of internet stuff. I was doing a lot of like um, computer game software stuff, which didn't really use the internet. Yeah, when, I, when I got my first PC, I think I played Heart for the first. Two months straight. <laughs> I don't think I opened another application. Oh my I just God. opened up Heart and Minesweeper. Does, is Minesweeper still on computers? If I search up on my computer right now, Minesweeper, do I get it? I yeah, look. get it. No, fucking look right now. I, I'm search, I, I'm, I searched it. I fucking think I did. Just fucking said it. I think In Windows fact, kind of changed the way they do games now, so they don't have like pre-installed games. I don't know because I never check because... They pre-install all the useless fucking Cortana shit. Yeah. Well, whatever. Let's go that. Ads. Tonight, Christmas Eve, what are your plans in, in these Corona days? What, what are you going to do? Sleep. <laughs> huh? Just fucking sleep. <clears throat> Hi. Juju, what are you going to do? plans after sleep. The, the uh, audience are nodding in agreement. Juju, I mean, what do you my, my plans are to play Cyberpunk, which I was supposed to play earlier, but I decided to wait until my memory arrived today and for no visible merit and i guess i got also a a a hot fix but that's what i'm gonna do yes and all because of the pc you received as a kid in 2003 if not you would have been doing it's the ripple effect you've been not i would have probably been doing some like academic stuff that's like actually you know doing i don't know maybe relevant at some point but no i turned into this 
Well, technically, I'm useful. Are you? Even though, like, like, you're, you're not fixing my problem of having emojis in my bank transfers. Look, look. You'll have to take that up with my managers because I don't make the decisions. I just do the I do the grunt work. What am I doing at Christmas? Like, and, and, and producer Absolutely Keith, producer nothing. Keith, what 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 will you be doing at Christmas? Yeah, what are you what are you gonna be doing? Okay. Same thing. Same what thing. You, what are you gonna be doing, Wax? We're waiting for someone uh, to ask you. I'll ask you. What are you going to be doing on Christmas Eve? Uh, I'll be Are you going to be drinking mulled wine? No, I'll be drinking straight vodka. And I'll be speeding. You'll be drinking straight vodka and you'll be speeding? No, no, no. I'll just be drinking straight vodka and be doing my, my, my usual shit. All right. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Thank you for listening through another You're episode not of, drive? of... No, I don't, I don't have a license. Of <laughs> Wax Half Full. Six episodes. Oh, my God. You know you know what? I, I wish we, we lived in a society where base six was the default system because then they say hey we got six episodes and we're done we hit the milestone alas we are in this we are in some we sort of geopolitical historical situation where base 10 is the default so i guess we gotta hit 10 at least okay thanks thanks to my guests bye bye merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas, merry christmas.